America. Fuck yeah. Coming again to save the motherfucking day, yeah, America. Fuck yeah. yeah. Freedom is the only way, yeah. Terrorist, your game is through. Alright, come on. No, it's... I'm sorry. Stop it. You guys wanted a new cold or a new opening for the show, and that's it. Which, by the way, can we not? Can we not just use the? Can we not just use Jack Black's karate thing? <laughs> karate, I kick your ass. Oh man, I feel like that's way better. You know why I do it the same way every week, right? You can blame Colt Cabana for that because a long time ago on his podcast, he was like, you know, a lot of people ask me like, why do I do the same intro every single week? And I'm just like, it gets in your head. It's like a, it's like a catchphrase or something. That way, when I go to shows, people know that and they think about me, man. And I'm like. Fuck yeah, Colt, that's the way to be. So, like, our first live show... I mean, I mean, that's that's completely fine. I'm just asking that you update Blake and I's half of that. <laughs> so mine is exactly... Like, you've been calling Blake the same thing for forever. I Like, you at least added things to Blake. I've just been the lord of the smark side for ever. <laughs> like, I need you to just, like... Like, it doesn't even have to be that long. It could be a one-off. I just need to know that you care enough to think about <laughs> okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Let's try it out. Let's try it out. Welcome to Fight Boys, ladies and gentlemen, the weekly podcast about professional wrestling and not-so-professional wrestling. I am your host, as always, Scotty Moore, joined by the plaidest man on the planet, Blake Tanner. I didn't realize we were starting. I totally zoned out. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Blake's like, oh, shit, what's happening? And, of course, as always, the, the final member of our trio... The Lord of the Smart Side, this fuck dick over here, the Dylan. What's up, buddy? One, one sweet. What? Two sweet. Keep. <laughs> <laughs> what you wanted to do? Now with now with now with added visual effects. <laughs> exactly. We're now live on Twitch and on YouTube, motherfuckers. Now we can see how. I was gonna say we can see how tall Dylan is, but his camera. It has to be placed halfway across the room to fit him all in the screen. Like, I can't record this in my bedroom because it has, like, a mirror behind it. That's just going to look terrible. So this is my living room. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, this is a couch. Well, I... There's very little I can do with this. Like, I can sit, like, up and close. Yeah. That's just going to kill my back. So, really. It's I mean, okay. I guess I can just do this. I know how Here, awkward just, it is to do it with the, with the mirror in the room. I know. It's all right. <laughs> It's, it's, it's always you catch that angle, you know the angle I'm talking about, oh. you just like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, that wrong angle. <laughs> I have an ergonomic chair that I'm sitting in that's very squeaky, so I'm alright. <laughs> Blake is like, I am frozen in place for the rest of this episode. I've been meaning to send you a can of oil anonymously through the mail for like three months. Oh, I have yeah. one. I use it every couple months, and it stops working. Yeah, that's what oil does, Blake. It runs out and you need a new oh, one. fucking oil you. Get over here. <laughs> so anyway, stick this can wrestling. of WD-40 right up your candy ass. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, wrestling, am I right, guys? I do like the way they're trying to turn Brock Lesnar heel, which is essentially just let him be Brock Lesnar. Like, no, no, no. Basically, all they did, they were like, hey, you know that, that Brock Lesnar match that he became famous for where he just squashes somebody? Yeah. Let's do that again, but let's, like, really hype it beforehand so people think it's going to be more than that and then get them to... Like, nothing Nothing has yeah. changed. Nothing has changed. Whenever they were like, Brock Lesnar had a 30-second match against Kane, and I was like, and? Yeah, I'm like, so? Yeah. That's basically what he was going do to do. Do you remember when he went to Japan and had a 30-second match against Kofi Kingston and then F5 the rest of the New Day in subsequent order? Yeah. That that happened. That pay-per-view yeah. was largely overshadowed by, like, Finn Balor and Kevin Owens, but that totally came on the card before that. I remember it well. Yeah, exactly. Man, I, I mean, just... It, it's they can't they can't they can't be using this precious precious possibly dwindling resource that is Kane in matches like this anymore. <laughs> oh man, that man that man has a future in politics. <laughs> oh no, this weekend we went to uh, we went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, which is of course right by Knoxville. And apparently, if we'd gotten up there just a day earlier, one day earlier, I could have gotten to meet Kane and the Undertaker at that political rally he did. Oh, 
I know. I was like, damn. Nah, nah, because that was, I, I saw that. That was before Undertaker had uh, had dyed his beard back. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I want you to know, that for some reason takes like 15 years off The Undertaker's appearance. Right? <laughs> exactly. I don't know what it is. Like, like he dyes that thing back dark, like, like brown or black. And you're just like, oh, it's the same Undertaker from like the late 2000s. He doesn't have that. You're just like, oh, who's great grandpa McOldman? <laughs> I sent you guys a, a picture in the chat and it's just the, uh, the Knox County mayoral candidates. Yeah. And I just want you guys to appreciate this close up on our good boy, Glenn. If and I also would... <laughs> budget Paul Heyman. I really wish I could look. I wish I could, but my computer is going to burn because of having to run all of the shit that's happening at once. But okay. Oh, also, just looking in the chat, they're probably already gone, but someone did ask who has the best Macho Man impression. Which I feel... Um, it's the Macho Man coming to you live with the Fight Boys. Dig it! Oh god, if we lost Blake, Blake is now frozen in place, but with his vape... Just, like, at his mouth, at the ready. Probably, probably lost forever. Yeah, we've lost him. Oh, yeah, Emily Ray, what's up? Oh, shit. <laughs> I just got something from Blake that just said, Oh, God, my computer crashed. Hold up. So, Welcome to Fight Boys, uh, now a two-man show. Welcome to the two-man Fight Boys podcast, where we're just gonna discuss... The Knox County Mayor's electoral... I don't know, like, I, I still feel like this is one of their attempts to try to make Roman over, but in the worst way possible. Because I, I think they I mean, realize they've, they've that... They've like, tried... They, what do they have left, Scotty? They've tried literally everything. Yeah. Well, it's reached a point now where I feel like they're at a point... They're at a point where they're just like, well, we can't make people like him... Let's make people hate whoever he's going against, and maybe that will swap it. Yeah, except whenever whenever WrestleMania comes around, I'm still going to cheer for whoever Paul Heyman's with, because I like, like, because they've, they've made Brock Lesnar seem really mean. Guess what? They still made the mistake of letting Paul Heyman come out on this last Monday and talk, and guess what happened whenever Paul Heyman talked? I was like, oh, Paul Heyman is a great promo. I really appreciate it. Paul Heyman. I, 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 you know what? Brock Lesnar's okay because Paul Heyman is there. Yeah, exactly. Because I remember and then Bro a, and then, well, and, I guess it wasn't, it was like that three month period. No, it was only like a month where Brock came out, but it was just Brock and they didn't have Paul with him. And I was like, wow, Brock Lesnar sucks dick. <laughs> Brock Lesnar sucks a giant dick. No. I, which I was. Listen, Paul Heyman is so good. That he made a feud between Curtis Axel, Ryback, and CM Punk interesting. I don't even... <laughs> Wait, hold on. Because I think, isn't that the one also where Paul had, like, that weird panic attack and started yelling about volcanoes? I think that I, was... I don't remember... I don't remember that part. I remember that uh, it did involve Paul Heyman getting down on one knee and asking Ryback to be a Paul Heyman guy. Oh, yeah. That he was proposing. The weird, uh, but, like... But Ryback never said yes... So then after Ryback lost to CM Punk and then CM Punk climbed to hell in a cell to beat the shit out of Paul Heyman with a with a, a kendo stick, he kicked him out. Oh, shit. And then he kicked Curtis Axel yeah. out. He was just like, you too. And then Brock Lesnar came back. And then they had that match at SummerSlam that was fucking amazing. Yeah. I was, I was about to be like, yeah, I saw that match. And then I remembered, no, I didn't see that. I saw the horrible heel punk match where it ended with brad maddox punching ryback in the dick and they're yes. like that's the match brad the brad maddox <laughs> brad the brad maddox it's just a matter of like with that match i was just like well ryback hasn't been defeated yet cm punk's gonna do something amazing that's how it's gonna happen that's how it's gonna end and then just brad maddox punches ryback in the dick and then ryback still gets up Takes Punk to the top of the Hell in a Cell and hits the fucking... Oh, shit. I can never remember Ryback. Shell Shock? Yeah, the Shell Shock. I can never remember that finisher name. The fall backwards with a dude on you move. Yeah, it's... It's like sl a slightly different Samoan drop. Yeah, yeah, Really, when you think about it. It's like a... Or a slightly... No, it's a, it's a slightly delayed angle slam. That's what it really <laughs> is. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Uh, okay. 
Are you afraid, as afraid as I am, that they're going to fuck up the Hardy Compound match? Oh, I've already, I've already just given up on all of it, just preemptively. <laughs> You're just like, nope, it's over. This is done. Remember, you remember, like, it had to be month over a month ago. I forget which episode of the recording is where I was like, hey, listen, uh, it's already over. Like, as soon as yeah. they were both on screen, and there was that, it was, it wasn't the first promo. It was the second promo. I was like, okay, they already. They already killed everything that was interesting about it. Well, yeah, good run, Matt. Nice try. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, after that, I just assume that everything they do will try to be a rehash of the TNA stuff, which is really weird. This is, I believe this is the first time in history that WWE is blatantly ripping off a TNA angle. Well, it's not like, I'd be gimmick. fine. I'd be fine if they were just ripping off TNA, but they aren't even ripping off TNA well. Like, yeah. It's just like. Well, what did they like about that character? Well, he laughs a lot, and that's cool. And they're like, okay, cool. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's yeah. the gimmick now. <laughs> no. The the gimmick was that you gave Matt Hardy creative freedom. Yeah, exactly. That was the gimmick. But they refused to do that because it's a very corporate system. Like, yeah. It's very – like even Ring of Honor gave them like an absurd amount of uh, of creative freedom. Ring of Honor put them over the Young Bucks their first night. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, they were. This was at peak. They were this was at some of the peak Young Bucks, though. one of the first peaks. Welcome back to the show, Blake Tanner. I'm back. Look who's what, back. What's up, buddy? So, Matt Hardy, your opinion? They gonna fuck it up or? I don't fucking know anymore, Matt Hardy man. I mean, they did it really well. Like the promo they did on Monday, that I enjoyed a lot. I'll give but that, I, yeah. Yeah, but I still so, have that so, paranoid feeling of like, we're no, they're gonna mess it up. Scotty, do you remember? Do you remember the Wyatt Compound match with Randy Orton? Oh, the House of Horrors match. The House of Horrors match, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? That happened. Okay, great. Now, now do that same thing, but at Matt How at Matt Hardy's house, <laughs> and then just Matt's house. Maybe and maybe get some like drone camera angles in there. Yeah, and also I mean they did bring like JB in. They did bring in Jeremy like, Borash. What? They they did bring in Jeremy Borash, who was part of like the creative team for that in TNA. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. even the Hardys were like, yeah, no, JB JB helped us out. Like so he's there now. So maybe maybe there's a chance. That's all I can. Like hope I would for. love to. I would love to be surprised, but I have no faith in WWE. Did you guys As see? the Lord of the Spark side, I have no faith in WWE. Yeah, dude, I, I, I love a gun. I that... wasn't getting that interested in the next pay per view, like Fastlane, until I saw Biggie's promo against the Usos, and it might be the greatest promo Biggie has ever cut of all time. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to see it. Did he reference pancakes? No, he did. Like, because you're so used to Biggie being like the one who is a the creepiest and probably shouldn't be allowed near an elementary school. But this time, like, um, the Usos Don't came you talk about my like, uncle and my daddy like that? <laughs> <laughs> your uncle and your daddy. And so the, uh, the Usos... The Usos came out and they were just like, Look, we understand what you do. We did it for five years. Five years and we've never been on a WrestleMania because of this silly, goofy bullshit like you guys are doing. At which point, Big E just went off. He was just like, Five years?! Let me tell you about five years. Five years of us at the top of the mountain. Five years hosting WrestleManias, winning titles to where I'm not just one, but two, three, four, five-time tag team champions. And I was like, shit, Big E, okay. So, so what you're saying is you need those weren't enough. He needs five. He needs five. <laughs> I'm not, I know we're not doing predictions yet. But that sentence may have just turned the tide to where I'm definitely saying the New Day are winning that. So, okay. I really, I, I, I believe this for a while. I really do believe that Big E has like a future world title like reign in him. Oh, yeah, I don't know 100%. when. I don't know where. I don't know what the circumstances are. Because I feel that way about a lot of of super, like a lot of a lot of WWE superstars, where I was just like, you could do it, you could easily take the belt, represent it well, but I have no idea what like the upper management of WWE looks for anymore. Yeah, because 
Like, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I couldn't have predicted AJ Styles' success. I hoped for it. Yeah. Whenever he showed up at that Rumble and everybody lost their mind, I was like, all right. But then he lost yeah. to Chris Jericho at that WrestleMania, and I lost all faith again. And then he lost to Roman Reigns, and I was just like, oh. well, shit, who knows? But then he beat John Cena. Like, really? There's nothing. There, you can't. I, it's yeah. really. I talk about how crazy Gato's booking yeah. is here, it's... but God forbid you try to get in Vince McMahon's mind. It's so weird, especially like hearing just how much Vince loves. Uh, AJ Styles. Yeah, like, exactly. He Vince gets Vince gets a Vince on a Vince a Vincent <laughs> Mint, Kendi McMahon hard on for AJ Styles. Not quite as big as the Roman Reigns one, mind you, yeah. but it's up there. Although my favorite, my favorite, I was reading Jericho's new book and he was talking about getting the Styles Clash band, and he went to Vince and was just like, "Hey Vince, you know that move where, like, he, they did it without asking permission." And then later he went to Vince. He was like, you know that move where AJ like picked me up like he was going to do a pile driver then fell forward? Vince was like, yeah, they loved it. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, it was a great move. The crowd popped huge for it. He's like, can we use that as a finish? He's like, of course you can. <laughs> I'm like, creepy Uncle Vince, thank you. I feel like... That may have even been an example of Jericho going over someone else's head who said, no, we're not doing the Styles Clash. Oh, yeah. Oh, probably. Mm -hmm. But no, going back to WWE booking being a little bit buck wild lately. Now, let's say you were a WWE official and you knew that they wanted to do just the greatest Royal Rumble of all time. Let's say like 50, 50 participants in the Royal Rumble. And like 30 isn't enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need 50. <laughs> that garbage 40 man Royal Rumble wasn't enough. Let's go up to 50. They're like, oh, should we wait? Fuck Alberto Del Rio. That's what they're saying. Should we wait until the next Royal Rumble to do it? <coughs> no, let's just do it at some random show. And isn't it like in India? No, it's in Saudi Arabia. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's just throw it's not it out random. there. It's strategically planned. They're like, oh, you people have money. Yeah. They, I want to I want to make this 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 relationship work. What can I do? I can give you the pride of holding of us holding our biggest rumble there. Yeah, exactly. Just like the yeah. You kill fitty man. You kill fitty man. You kill fitty man in the Royal Rumble. I tell you that right now. So, uh, so how do you guys feel about Roman Reigns being the the first winner of a fifty man Royal Rumble? <laughs> I, I feel, I feel about it. I definitely feel. I about don't it. feel. That's. I think. I think I finally died inside. <laughs> I feel nothing when I say that. Yeah, it's finally. I don't. Well, that, then again, that's how I felt when I watched the end of the Elimination Chamber. I was just dead. <laughs> I knew it was happening. I was. Yeah. Uh, I was already like, oh, Braun has eliminated everyone, too. Oof. Yep. Maybe. It was the same time I was getting messages like, wouldn't it be amazing if Braun went all the way? He won't, but wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> God, wouldn't it be amazing if if Chris Farley just rose from the grave and started doing comedy movies again? I mean, we know it won't happen, but Jesus. But, but wouldn't it be great? Yeah. My reaction um, to that, though, would be very different. Yeah. Um, uh, well, mostly because that means that there's there's a zombie Farley. That means that zombies <laughs> exist. I oh, feel like shit. if there was a zombie Chris Farley movie, no one would be like, oh, yeah, Chris Farley's back. They'd be like, where the fuck? How the fuck? This movie's shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's clearly just Adam Sandler in a fat suit. <laughs> We could always just replace him with Mike Myers doing a Scottish accent like they did with Shrek. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Also, I like, um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there, there's a new ad for DirecTV with Michael B. Jordan in it. And, I, like, they posted it on Wrestle Inc. And I was like, what the fuck does a DirecTV ad with Michael B. Jordan have to do with wrestling? Then it went on. And, and then randomly Goldberg shows yeah, up. Then <laughs> But my favorite is next to him, they wrote, like, Michael B. Jordan, not the basketball player, star of Space Jam. And then all of a sudden, Goldberg busts in, and he's just like, don't blow up the cable box. And then what? no one made mention of the fact that it's Goldberg. They're just like, yeah, random. Just shows up. Yeah, random CIA agent, Goldberg, breaks in. 
And he's like, hello, how are you? He's like, Goldberg, calm the fuck down. Oh, God, that's that's Goldberg. That's the star of the hit movie, Santa Slay. Santa Slay. <laughs> You're next. Oh, man. And you guys know what else is next? A plug for our lovely merchandise website over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Dot com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Merch.aloadofpurebs.com is the only website where you can get all of your Fight Boys merch. You can get shirt letting people know. You can get shirt. Just one. Singular. Letting people know that get, you're a Fight get Boy. Get shirt. Or a Fight Girl. That's, or the, that's the next shirt. Fight Boys. Get shirt. Get shirt now. Talk Day shit. One get shirt. shirt. Day one urge. <laughs> and then of course you can Day get shirts one shirt. for all your favorite yeah, JWF yeah. superstars like Blake Tanner, like the Dylan, like uh Canada Charlie, fuck, all of them. They got shirts over at merch. You, you made the you made the one that says I'm I'm lumberjacked, right? Yeah, it just says yeah. lumberjacked and it looks like a brand and it might be my favorite shirt anyone's ever had on our website. Merch. I like how you say anyone like you aren't the only person. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> on this website. So that's merch dot <laughs> Of all the of people BS. we've had, of all the of all the like the top tier artists we've had make shirts for us. Yeah. I think this one's the best one that I made. Merch dot a load of pure BS dot com. Thank you. Um, is every is every day on merch dot a load of pure BS shirt day? Shirt all day is shirt day. Yes, all day shirt day every day. Oh wait, do you want now a shirt that says Happy Shirt Day? But it looks like the Rusev Day shirt. <laughs> All right, print it. Make money. <laughs> print it. Pull it out. All right, guys. Well, this is our first ever live live on Twitch tweet to Chuck. Should we just tell Chucky e. T to come watch us on Twitch? <laughs> hey, Chuck. I mean, I I mean, I had other ideas for it. If that's where you want to go with this, though, I do support it. Hey, mm-hmm. at sexy. Chucky e. T. Huh? I was gonna tell him. Come watch I was, our I was, show I was, on Twitch. Thinking about you. Hashtag thinking about you, buddy. Hashtag. Oh, I guess I should put the link. <laughs> Twitch. Yeah, that'd also be good. Yeah, that would probably be, be, be sure. I have something if you want to subtweet it, because I, I have something to add to uh to something he's been tweeting about. So. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Uh, hashtag thinking of you. Hashtag Dustwatch Hashtag. 2018. Um, then after no, ha- that- hashtag Dust- no, it's Dustwatch Forever. We've changed it, remember? Dustwatch Forever. <laughs> well, that um, implies then- there's no end. I think yep. I think there must be an end. No, Dustwatch is forever. Um, <laughs> we just constantly tweet. Even after he follows us, he replies to all of our tweets. We're like, no, keep going. All right, you yep. said you wanted to subtweet on that, Dylan? Um, actually, before yes, that... yes, it was gonna be it, it, it was going to be uh, thank you for showing uh, what a real Kentucky wrestler looks like, <laughs> unlike at uh, at Ricoch- at King Ricochet. <laughs> thank you for showing off what a real Kentucky wrestler looks like, unlike at real King Ricochet. Um, after that, P.S. And then if you want to include Jim Cornette in that somehow, I don't know the best. No, uh, P.S. You all in? <laughs> you P.S. You all in? I don't want to waste money on this ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. Okay. Wait. Hold on. And now the first ever <laughs> three tweet streak to Chuck Taylor. Also, uh, you all, gosh. should we change it from all in to just something else? You completely no. in? You completely <laughs> in? No. Also, you all. No, in, no, no! It has to be a waste. Money completely in, ticket. completely in will be the the JWF pay per view that we run concurrently. <laughs> <laughs> like the assholes that we are. Hashtag. Instead of all in, it'll be completely out. Yeah, it's fully out. Fully out. There no, we no, go. no! It's called pull out. Pull out the JWF pay per view versus all. There we in. go. <laughs> there we go. Oh. The pay-per-view name for something that Tibbs just learned about. All right. Now, welcome to Balls Deep, the next JWF pay-per-view. Balls uh, Deep. Oh, is that what's going to replace Big Balls? Yeah, yes. Big Balls, we have Balls Deep. There we go. 
I'm oh, sorry. Man. We're not even covering what's what's WWE's pay per view in September. Screw it. Balls deep. That's the pay per view. <laughs> balls deep. Damn it! Might as well Summer, do it. SummerSlam. What the fuck's that? Balls deep. <laughs> None of them are referenced. Yeah. Now I'm just on the All In Twitter page, and God, it is just the biggest. Like this is probably the best ad campaign of all time. Is the All In <laughs> campaign? You need to do. But by the way, Scotty, do you want to tell the listeners of of Fight Boys, however many, many four of them there may be, that 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 the Fight Boys are all in? Look. The Fight Boys may be all in. Dragon Con is that one. That's you, my best. You that's can't say I... you might be all in. <laughs> that is a... the opposite of being all in. Hold on. God damn it, Scotty. At least show a, at least show a knowledge of the English language. <laughs> Two thirds of this podcast are all in. I will speak for them. And I am partially balls deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. But speaking of pay-per-views that I might ruin, um, fucking Fastlane is this weekend, which, by the way, as far as, like... Carpool Lane? Carpool Lane Car- is this Carpool weekend. Lane. I do really <laughs> yeah. like the Fastlane name, because it is the only one that really fits in the whole Road to WrestleMania dichotomy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Roadblock also fits. Oh, I forgot about Roadblock because of reasons. Yeah. Um, I mean, Roadblock. I mean, of the course... second one was terrible. The first one, they actually made me believe that Dean Ambrose might save us from having to watch Roman Reigns versus Triple H. Oh, that's right. That was that year, wasn't it? That was a good match. Scotty, didn't that we was. watch that match? We didn't watch that match together, did we? We watched that pay per view together. We watched it at our did friend we... Austin's house while he oh, gave us ginger beer. Yeah. Um,. Alright, but I think we need to get into some predictions, some predicatons for this. Which, uh, apparently this match was just announced tonight, and I have no idea what the build-up to it was, but Becky Lynch and Naomi versus Natalia and Carmella. And apropos of nothing, (laughs) there was no build-up. Just randomly. Oh, Oh, shit. I feel like Blake and I are both on this. We're like, ah, oh, there is no good option. No. Yeah, man. I'm. I'll I'll take Becky. I'm Lynch gonna go Naomi. with faces on this. Yeah. I'm gonna just... say, ah, oh, man. I just want Becky to win, and this is the only kind of match she ever has any hope of winning anymore. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say baby faces. I was I wanted to say heels because if the heels win, then there's no way Carmella cashes in later. Which is, which by the way, straight up forgot she had that. But be- oh, I had that for your case. Until yeah. like, because there was a span of three or four months where we're like, cash in, cash in, cash in, cash in. Nope. Yeah. And then like tonight we were watching every Raw. good opportunity passed her by. <laughs> like, yeah, but like tonight oh, we were Christ. watching SmackDown and they were just like. Carmella, Miss Money in the Bank. I'm like, oh, fuck. She is Miss Money in the Bank, isn't she? <laughs> Way to start that off strong. Yeah. Um, also, it's unfortunately... Who, who was the first Mr. Money in the Bank? Wasn't it? Oh, right. That was right. We it was, Wasn't it Rob Van Dam? <laughs> wait, last, wait, last year? No, the first year. Oh, no. Uh, first one was Edge, wasn't it? Edge won the first no, one. Edge was the I thought I thought Edge was the first No, you're right. Edge was the first one. Edge was the first one and then he cashed in right away, but then RVD was the first one to be like, "No, I'm going to set the date yeah. for mine." Mm-hmm. I used to know them. And then them John all- Cena also did that but failed cuz John Cena. Yeah. I used to know them all in order. It was like it was Edge, RVD, Edge, CM Punk, CM No, wait, Mr. Kennedy, CM Punk, CM Punk. Anyways, um up next, unfortunately, guys, I thought Fastlane took place on Rusev Day, but it doesn't take place on Rusev Day because he's fucking facing Shinsuke Nakamura. Night, night. Yeah. Night, night. I mean, that was. I want a- to. I want to so badly. Because I love, yeah. I love Ruru. Hey, Dylan, oh, you Ruru, know, you still Ruru got a couple of points ahead. You could just, you could go <laughs> No. There's a difference between blowing a lead and then just hitting yourself in the dick with a hammer. <laughs> you're, you are an expert of hitting people in the dick. No, no, no. Exactly. Like, if you guys didn't Not see, self-inflicting that. You didn't, if you guys didn't see where they announced the match tonight, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura does a frighteningly good Aiden English impression. 
Because at the I end, of, like, Rusev this. come out, and he basically rusev all over Shinsuke, and then Shinsuke just, like, grabs the mic, and he's just like, just so you know, at first lane, it will be Rusev, or no, Shinsuke Day, and it sounded exactly, I thought they recorded <laughs> Aiden and dubbed it over Shinsuke's mouth <laughs> movements is how good it was. Nice. Uh, it will likely be Shinsuke Day. It's gonna be Shinsuke it Day. It will, yeah. <clears throat> it's gonna be Ske. Um, Charlotte versus Ruby Riot in a match that I just wish, wish Ruby Riot won. Yep, nope, Charlotte is winning. Yeah, but no, yeah, Charlotte's winning, yeah. but... <laughs> Charlotte's winning, um... Ooh, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm tempted to call cash in, Blake. I'm tempted. I know. Because WrestleMania, what, because like, what are we, what are we looking for for the SmackDown for WrestleMania? Because Raw is obviously Asuka, uh, literally murdering uh, right. Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. I get, I get to watch female live murder this WrestleMania. I, that's a selling point. I don't know. I don't care who you are. Um, but like, I don't know. What do you, I, I think the women's matches is, uh, is T Generation X imploding and Becky trying to like finally turning? Yeah, that's... Becky turning heel instead of Charlotte turning yeah. heel. That's what I was thinking. But like, even then, like, because there's no other match they can sell. They can't do another scramble like they did last year because they already f- that up. And what like, the they, they can't do improve? it. The cash in wouldn't do anything. Yeah, but the cash in would be would be Carmella being like, I'm running into WrestleMania with this title, and then Becky being like, I am taking that. Oh, okay. But no, it'll probably actually it'll probably they'll probably try to Seth Rollins it. Yeah, mm. that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna Seth Rollins this shit. Yeah. And then Carmella's gonna try to cash in, except then she's gonna get double tapped out or something stupid. I'm gonna say it no, I'm gonna dolph it. I don't think it was a Carmella. I think it's gonna be a dolph she cashes in night after WrestleMania. Although I was I don't about think, to say that, yeah. Like, I Tuesday don't think the after. crowd will be as hype as they were for Dolph's cash in. Uh-huh. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm calling Charlotte no cash in. Yep, just Charlotte. Yep, Charlotte. Yep. Um Usos versus New Day and Pro- I'm already gonna say match of the night. That's also gonna be a prediction of mine. Match of night. Uh, I'm I'm I would be I'd be with you on that one. Yep. Yeah. Well, actually, I have I have high hopes for uh, for Rusev versus Nakamura. Yeah. True. True. Because like Nakamura hasn't really had like a good opponent in a singles match since he's been on the main roster. Like who's he? It's been like Dolph. Well, yeah, that it's Cena been... match, didn't he? Yeah, he had that scene match. That was a good match. Yeah. That was on a Tuesday. Not a good pay-per-view match, though. He was up against fucking uh, the modern-day Maharaja. Those were terrible matches. Those were terrible matches. Like, he's had no one, really, to have, like, a good singles match on a card with. Like, Rusev is a really good worker. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if anybody can sell the shit out of an accolade, making it look like a million dollars, it would be Nakamura. Yeah, Shinsuke will look like he is broken in half from the accolade. Yeah. Well, he will bring. Yeah, he'll like he'll like sell hat. it afterwards, probably with his back before he magically gets better yeah. and just like bam, knee to the face. But there'll be a split second. Will literally split in twain and put himself back yeah. together. <laughs> he's he's ridiculously flexible. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna call New Day. <laughs> got... though. I'm gonna say New Day wins this thing. The New Day. I'm I'm st- I'm sticking with the Usos. Usos all the way. Yeah. Unless something bad happens. Usos. The only thing with me is like they pointed out the fact that the Usos have never been at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Like, they always got relegated to mid-card or something, or undercard mm-hmm. or something. And that's the only thing making me be like, oh, shit, they may actually keep it on Usos. But no, I want to yeah. say New Day, and then you have Usos <sighs> versus New Day versus maybe a third team in, yeah. like, a ladder match. I think that most of my trepidation right now is you can tell that New Day is obviously on a championship-winning, like, downswing. Yeah. Um... And I don't know if they they get back up right before WrestleMania. As much as I love those yeah. boys, I I I I too am afraid I will need to buy into the USO penitentiary. Okay, um, Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal for the U.S. title. Fucking glorious! It's got to be glorious. Bobby's got to win, right? Because Randy right. doesn't make sense to have it, and if they. No, they'd have Randy have the title because they'd be like, look, 
the U.S. title is being held by somebody, like a former world champion. Like, oh my god, it's like back when John Cena had it, except with somebody with a third of the charisma. And someone who oh. does not give a fuck. <laughs> the, uh, the pre-match... The pre-match promo from Randy wouldn't be like, if you want some, come get some. Randy's would just be like, fuck it. Just come out. I don't care. Yeah. I'll, I will uh, I will go with uh, with the glorious one in the hopes that they do this. God help me if they give it to Ginger Bobby. Mahal. I'll just be like, all right. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> so we've, we're all in. Uh, we're all on Rude. We're all in. Yeah, on we're, rude. On rude. we're all in on Rude. And then the six-pack challenge, AJ versus Cena versus KO versus Zayn versus Corbin versus Ziggy. AJ, like, right? AJ, AJ. I was going to say, is there anybody who believes in anything other than that? I, I do believe that, uh, I will make a, uh, make a sub-prediction. I do believe that the tension between Kevin and Sammy boils over over this, and then that is a grudge match at Mania. Yeah, well, I mean, they started it So tonight. you know how, like, there's... They did it, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Sammy like attacked Kevin. Um. So I think I think they'll have that, and then that'll be kind of like the AJ Shane non-title match that they just kind of have there yeah. on the WrestleMania card. Because they like they've had that they haven't actually really had a match match no. uh, in a while. I mean, they ruined it at first when they were first on the main roster on Raw. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. But I feel I, like I feel like they'll use it this time to try to catapult Sammy to being like upper someone big board. upper card. I do um, feel like in this match specifically though, you are going to see the continual like um what what is it with Cena right now? Because I think you're going to see the continual decline of Cena. Well, no, I th- yeah, I think like that you're honest... gonna build up for that story at Mania where he's gonna challenge the Undertaker. He's got to. He's gonna eat Taker. the pin. That's gotta be what it is. Mm-hmm. No, he's gonna eat the pin. That's gonna. That's gotta be it. He's Ooh, either gonna eat the yeah. pin or he's gonna hit the AA and then like get up and get hit with the phenomenal forearm and then AJ covered the person he ate. Oh no no no! It's a si- it's six pack challenge, so it's elimination. Oh, then it's going to be that. He's going to be like, yeah, and then he's going to turn around into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. also... Uh... He's going to A.A. Corbin. Yeah, it's going to be A.A. Corbin. It, it's going to be, let's see here, Dolph first, then Kevin, then Sammy, then Baron, then uh, Cena. Yeah. Um. Actually, I want to say it comes down to KO and Sammy versus AJ, and then those two's infighting leads to them both getting beaten by AJ. Um, but yeah, I'm not pr- trying to predict the future here or anything, but I will say that Kevin o- or that uh, John Cena is definitely not booked on SmackDown anymore after this pay per view. <laughs> so oh. yeah, yeah, don't think he's winning it. To be fair. He's gonna pull an edge. He's gonna take the WWE title over to over to Raw. They're gonna have both world titles. <laughs> exactly. And the U.S. title is gonna be the main title of SmackDown. That's relegating it to being the C show yeah. behind 205 Live. Ugh. Son of a! I just thought I was just sitting here like, wait a minute, who's the cruiserweight champion? Oh, that's right. They fucked that pony hard, didn't they? Well, it's more like uh, the former cruiserweight title that pony. Oh no! And that pony being. Drake Maverick oh. is the 205 Live champion at this point, because Jesus Christ, he gets me hyped <laughs> for everything. Rock, yeah. rock star spud. Rock star, rock star spud. Rock star spud. I do love that he's- Drake I star, really man. Have, I do want him to- I know, right- When he comes out at Mania, he better be wearing a bow tie, goddammit. <laughs> I just really want- I, I know he's got, like, this very serious, like, 205 Live is now going to be very serious- I don't want any of these joke matches anymore. I want it to be serious. I really want him to eventually evolve into like a Ricky Gervais in the office character <laughs> because he showed a little bit of it. And uh, he did like this hype video for 205 Live in his debut. And he was just like, my name is Drake Maverick. Many of you may know me by my former name. I was Rockstar Spud, but now, you know, I feel like the name suits me a bit more. I'm a bit of a maverick. And he like points at the camera and I was like, oh, oh Jesus. I love um, him. He's so um, shitty. Oh, man. But you know boy. what's not shitty, guys? A plug? Um, a plug. Our lovely... No, our lovely patrons over at patreon.com slash fightboys. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. 
Patreon.com slash Fight Boys is the only website where you can support these good Fight Boys right here. And of course, we do have perks for you all relating to that amazing Birmingham, Alabama-based professional wrestling organization, the JWF. For just $1 a month, ladies and gentlemen, we'll bring you into the JWF, say your name, give you a match, and promptly job you out in about five seconds. But if you want to be more than that, if you want to be a JWF mid-carder, $5, and you'll be like Scott Moore, like Guy Fieri, like all of your favorites. But if you want to be a champ, if you want to beat the champ himself, Blake Tanner, if you want to set Blake Tanner's house on fire and destroy him, then $30 over at patreon.com slash fightboys. And then you get to come in, what? and we don't know how, we don't know when, we don't know what way, but you will be a champion, baby. Which means, guys, it's now time for that amazing, fantastic, the greatest professional wrestling organization <clears throat> in the world in Birmingham, Alabama, the JWF. So I guess we got to kick it on over to everybody's favorite commentators, Silver Spoon and Captain Tid. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night War. I am your host, as always, Silver Spoon, joined by the man who's fucked more bears than women, Captain Dibs. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Dibs. How you doing this week, buddy? Uh, fresh, light as a feather. I'm just pretty freaking happy. That's right, Dibs. Dibs. And of course, we are firmly on the route to wrestle Palooza, and of course, we already know the main event of that show is going to see Scotty Moore versus Blake Tanner for the JWF World Heavyweight Championship. Going to be an absolutely fantastic match. You, you excited for it, Tibbs? Love it. Happy. Fun. Yes. Palooza. That's right, Tibbs. But of course, a couple of men who we will not be seeing at JWF Wrestle Palooza will be the Rat Sension, who after the Undertaker attacked. Uh, Brunch Boy Baron Corbin at our last pay-per-view expiration date. You, of course, suspended them for just a well, 60-day suspension for them. And now they... Wait. Wait, Tibbs. I'm sorry, Tibbs. I hate to cut us off, but it looks like something's going on in the ring right now. It looks like looks like the Rat Sentient are here. They're jumping the guardrail. And they're uh, actually... Stu- what's going on? I'm going to get out. Oh, all right. That's right, Tibbs. It looks like the rat sentient in our in our ring. They're sitting cross-legged, and they don't seem happy. Let's hear what they got to say. All right, so check it. We know we aren't supposed to be here. You know we're not supposed to be here, but we can't sit by anymore and just let Captain Tibbs do what he wants with this company willy-nilly. Ain't that right, Victor? Yeah, he's a bad, bad man. You know, you know, it was fine when he banned the Dylan's finishing move. It was fine when he threw Canada Charlie into a TLC match. Well, we all know that boy could barely wrestle a normal match. But when he turns against the Rat Sension, when he messes with the Rat Sension, he's gone too far. He's taken away our jobs, our livelihood for 60 days, people. Do you know how long that is? Yeah, it's like ten weeks. Actually, uh, it's more like almost nine. Yeah, ten, nine, some weeks. Yeah. Can you imagine? Ten weeks without a paycheck. Ten weeks without money to feed your babies. It's inhumane. I got a family, man. Tons of little rat babies running around without food from their rat daddy, Connor. That's why we are formally protesting this episode of JWF until we get what we want. Tell them what we want, Victor. Eh, uh, we, uh, uh, we, we wanna, uh, I guess, not be suspended? Yeah, that's right, baby. And not only that, we want a match. We want a match at Wrestlepalooza against the men that got us in this little predicament. We want a match against the Brunch Boys. Not only that, we want to come in. All right, all right, all right, hold on. Listen up. All right, you got my attention. Now let me tell you something, little rat boys. If there's one thing that Tibbs hates more than anything in the world, more than anything, more than a shaved bear, it is wrestlers unionizing. 
but I am listening to you and I am agreeing. I, I think you got a point here. So, I might have overreacted last week. All right, fair enough. But you know, Tibbs sometimes loses his cool. That's just the way he gets. That's what makes him such a good promoter. That's what makes him such a good booker. You gotta make things in the heat of the moment. You see, the, the Undertaker scares the ever-loving shit out of me. And any time that he gets close to hairs on the back of my neck, stand on in and I will ban whoever brings him around here again because I owe him a lot of money. You know what, though? You're right. You're right. It was unfair to suspend you. I, I got a family, too. I think. I mean, I've seen all your rat babies all around. Real rats, too. Some of them are actual kids. Uh, I need to call an exterminator about all those, actually. Anyway, you've reached out to Tibbs. And because, mostly, I need you boys out of the fucking ring sooner rather than later, I'm going to leave this decision in your hands. Next week, you're going to have a match. You're going to have a match against the Brunch Boys. And if you win, you're going to be reinstated. Your suspension's going to be over. But if you lose... You're not just suspended. You're indefinitely suspended for the foreseeable future. Good luck, boys. Oh my god, Tim, strong words right there. I mean, an amazing match made for next week. Looks like we're around the Brunch Boys, the JWF Tag Team Champion, taking on the Rat Sension. Brilliant move, Tim. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty good at what I do. Uh... That's right, Tim. But of course, in addition to that, I mean, who knows? They may even go on to get that match at Wrestlepalooza and defeat the Brunch Boys. But of course, we know the Brunch Boys are strong competitors, especially after their match at expiration date, where we saw Guy Fieri take on five other men. And I'll tell you, Tibbs, Guy was strong in that match, but another man who looked stronger was the Lumberjack, the massive mountain of a man who came out to that ring, chopped down everyone he could. And I think the Lumberjack looked stronger in that than Blake Tanner, I'll tell you that. Yeah, he was crazy. <laughs> That's right, Tim. But, but of course, we've got one of our top interviewers, Honeypot, backstage. And I think he's got an interview with the Lumberjack. We out of here. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. Honeypot's Mick. Welcome to the Danger Zone here. Back from medical leave. And I'm here with the Lumberjack. Now, Mr. Jack. Can I call you Mr. Jack? Um, last week, a few weeks ago, you shocked the JWF universe by dominating in the Expiration Chamber match. You asserted your spot near the top of the list and the, of the many, many wrestling power rankings with that. Now you, sir, are firmly on the route to Wrestlepalooza. What's the big plan for you, Mr. Lumberjack? The plan, the plan is to do what I've always done. And that's to take down every competitor in my way. Look, when I was brought into this company, I didn't think a lot of people knew what I was capable of. Thought they saw me as kind of a lumbering oak, like a big tree man. But you know what? I don't think a lot of people knew that I was a dominating big thick-armed man that I am, and I just wanted to prove myself. And with the Elimination Expression Chamber, I proved to them that I am... Oh my god! Tibbs! Looks like Canada Charlie coming from behind and attacking the Lumberjack with that... Oh my god, it's a steel chair cracking Ow. it over the skull of the Lumberjack, but it looks like... Looks like that's just love... That's angering the Lumberjack who's running at Charlie, but oh my god, the Canadian one ducking out of the way, sending the Lumberjack headfirst into that glass door. Glass is shattered everywhere, Tibbs. I'm, that's going to be expensive, I'll tell you that. Oh no, that was genuine, genuine Italian glass. That's right, and it looks like the Lumberjack struggling to get out with those that broken glass digging into his skin as, oh, Charlie! Grabbing the chair, raining more shots down onto the lumberjack, and now it looks like, looks like the massive man just falling to the ground in pain. I mean, Tibbs, 
After an attack like that, you know the Lumberjack can't be feeling well. Oh, definitely not. It takes a lot to make him feel pain, but that, that'll do it. That's right, and it looks like Charlie's going back to Honeypot with a message for the Lumberjack. Hmm. Oh, you see that right there? That's what happens, Honeypot. That's what happens when you keep Canada Charlie from fulfilling his destiny and becoming the freaking JWF World Heavyweight Champion. You know what I'm saying? If you want to talk about how the Lumberjack, he dominated that match, how powerful he was, how cool he looked, how much better than Canada Charlie he is, how much powerful he was, how how great he was. I was the last man in that match against Blake Tanner. I outlasted all of the other men in that match. And if it wasn't for the Lumberjack's refusal to give up and whatever sick obsession he has with me, it is completely unfounded. I would have outlasted them all. I would have outlasted Blake freaking Tanner. I would have been your JWF champion. But no. The Lumberjack forced me to lose. Because apparently the Lumberjack doesn't understand something, honeypots, and I'm gonna tell you. I am Canada Charlie, and I am a winner, gosh darn it. Wow, strong words from Canada Charlie after such a violent attack on the Lumberjack. I mean, I don't think we would have ever seen such an attack from him before, Tibbs. What do you think? Very interesting. That's right. I mean, it may even make you proud to be his father, perhaps? Uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> okay, Tibbs. And speaking of getting to that, I think it's time to get to our main event of the evening, a match with Wrestle Palooza implications Tibbs of course you made it last week for the Dylan to take on Blake Tanner and if he can topple the champion then the Dylan is going to be going to Wrestlepalooza to join Scotty Moore and Blake Tanner in what will now be a triple threat match for the JWF title what do you think about that Tibbs uh, I think it was a good idea and whoever whoever decided to make that match is a real real really talented really smart really intelligent wise person that's right, Tibbs. And it looks like the match is beginning with Dylan. Dylan calling for a handshake. He's got his hand held out. Looks like he's actually trying to get Blake Tanner to have a little bit of sportsmanship before this match. Looks like Blake unsure if Dylan's being genuine, but Dylan insisting holding out that hand. What are you making of this, Tibbs? It's a trap. <laughs> well, it looks like if it is, Blake Tanner cautiously falling into that trap, grabbing Dylan's hand. Going for the handshake, but oh my god! Dylan uh, going for a clothesline, but Blake quickly ducking it, springboarding off the ropes, hitting a big spinning European uppercut, a beautiful flying move from Blake Tanner. Dylan called it. Dylan quickly rolling out to the floor. Blake looking down. Oh, and look at Blake Tanner holding out his own hand, calling for a shake of his own. A little bit of arrogance from the champ right there. Arrogance is something that I like from him. Meanwhile, it looks like Dylan's just trying to formulate some sort of plan as to how to win this match. I mean, of course, this match doesn't make or break Dylan's career. It could be a Wrestlepalooza main event or not. So, of course, Dylan has a lot to go off of right now, Tibbs. What do you think? Definitely a lot at stake here. Now, I'd like to see a triple threat match at Wrestlepalooza, but then again, you got the one-on-one -on -one implications. Lots to, lot to unpack. That's right, and I don't think Dylan's going to have much time to think as Blake... Oh, jumping off the ropes, going for a big senton, but oh my god! Dylan catching Blake, Tan Blake Tanner's body and slamming him against the hardest part of the ring, against that edge of the ring, that pain. Shooting through Blake Tanner's body as Dylan rolls him into the ring, goes for a pin, but oh, Blake Tanner kicking out it too. And it looks like Dylan's about ready to close up shop, as it were, calling for a big move. Picking up Blake Tanner, and it's a oh, big choke slam. Blake Tanner flying nearly seven feet into the air. That cannot feel good on the back of Blake Tanner. And it looks like he's oh. going for the pin, but oh my god, Blake Tanner grabbing the ropes. But wait, Shibata, our referee. One, two, three. Sh Dylan's done it. He's beaten Blake Tanner, but, but Tibbs, I don't know if that's right. Blake Tanner had his hand on that rope. It was a rope break immediately. 
And Hold I don't... on. God damn it. All right. Wait. Stop. Wait. Wait. I hate to interrupt the show again today because it's ruining my voice. But damn it, Shibata. What are you doing? Shibby, do I have to put eyes in the back of your head? Blake Tanner had his hands on the ropes. We got an instant replay. Come on now. I am not running some two-bit hit wrestling company where stuff like that goes to fly, all right? Quit celebrating. This match isn't over. Restart it. All right, and it looks like Blake Tanner slowly making his way back to his feet as the bell rings. I mean, Tibbs, do you think it was right to interfere in a match like that to go against the ref's call? Wasn't interfering. It was the right thing to do. I'm not running some crappy little federation that lets stuff like that fly anymore. That's right. It looks like Dylan... I have a rule book. That's right. It looks like Dylan is not happy staring you down, Tibbs. But wait, that give Blake Tanner enough of a distraction grabbing Dylan, going for a roll-up. One, two. Ooh, Dylan kicks out. And he looks furious at Blake trying to hit another clothesline. But Blake ducks and grabs Dylan and hits the BDT. Dylan crashing down onto his skull, trying to go for the ropes. But Blake Tanner already bouncing off the ring ropes. He's prepping for it. Sending that boot down and hitting the Blake out. Dylan's head cracking against the uh, against the ring. Blake Tanner rolling him up for a one, two, three. And ladies and gentlemen, Blake Tanner has defended his match at Wrestlepalooza. It is now going to be firmly a one-on-one -on -one match. But what's going to be next for the Dylan? Blake grabbing his title, celebrating on the ropes. Meanwhile, it looks like Dylan rolling out of the ring furious. Oh, my God. And Dylan ripping apart the ringside area. He's taking apart the barricades. Uh, Tibbs, I mean, how are you going to handle this? I mean, well, look at him. He's, he's throwing apart the ring bell. And now Tibbs, Tibbs is just coming out yelling at Dylan. Oh, my God. Dylan's grabbed Tibbs. Picked him up in the air. Oh, my God. Hits the commissioner of the JWF with a vicious choke slam through our table. My God. The Dylan has gone crazy. Tibbs, Tibbs can't even move. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, this is shocking. The actions of the Dylan at the end of this episode. I don't Eliza, know what's... I'm coming home, Eliza. That's right. It looks like Tibbs is nearly unresponsive. We've got a medical team coming down to check on Captain Tibbs. And I think the Dylan is going to have some serious implications from this. And I guess we're going to find out what happens with the Dylan next time on JWF Monday Night War. I, I love how Silver Spoon's response to Captain Tibbs dying on a table and his last few words possibly is just, that's right, Tibbs. That's right, Tibbs. <sighs> All right, so gentlemen, what did you learn this week? I learned that um, every day is shirt day if you're all in. I'm like <laughs> Scotty. Oh, no. I'm balls deep. I'm not all in. Uh, <laughs> Dylan, what, what did you learn, good sir? I, I learned that you need to be more, more, uh, more balls deep on this all in stuff. <laughs> Even more balls deep. And I learned that my favorite thing... You need to be balls deep on all in, Scotty. Oh. And I've learned that my favorite thing in the world is to watch Dylan's cam during JWF because his head just slowly starts getting lower and lower as he just gets more on the phone. Like, fuck this. Give me a promo, damn it. All right. I think he'll get I'm, just gonna start, I'm just going to start randomly pretending there's a third announcer and just have you guys like have to cut it out because it's unusable shit yeah. and just come on with like a weird southern accent like I'm mocking uh -huh. you. No, no, it's bo your Booker T is exactly what it is. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to come on I'm going to come on with the uh with the Matthew McConaughey accent. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> just Oh man. Now all right, little little just did a move right there. That's that's nice. <laughs> If, unusable bullshit just make you have to edit it out every week Scotty. i don't know how to write him in but i want that fucking character in jwf not as a commentator but just like hey i want to fight y'all it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough time for you i'll tell you that right now um, ready for this. So, of course of course dylan could be found on twitter at sexy chucky t blake where can they find you 
Find me at Blake A. Tanner on Twitter at all the wonderful stuff that we do on the BS Network. And you can also find me in some videos at the Darkroom Video. That's the Darkroom V-I-D-Y-A on YouTube. That's right, and you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Make sure to buy all my books on Amazon. There's Queasel Corp, Queasel Corp Risen, BS versus the Gods. I'm starting work on the third Queasel Corp book right now. I'm really excited to get it out. Hope you guys enjoy that, and of course, I hope you guys enjoy all the other amazing BS Network products, like a load of BS, where me and Blake are just basically assholes for an hour, or Opposite Attractions, where me and my buddy Jim Murphy try to build our own theme park and of course make sure to check out all while of that being hindered a- by being assholes for an hour <laughs> <laughs> make sure to check all that out at a load of pure bs.com buy the merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com and of course start watching us on twitch we this is probably the hardest one to catch because we never know when it's going to air um but of course yeah we're going you can always with- tweet it out to people yeah yeah all how many followers do we have again um i don't know Unfortunately, one of them isn't Chuck Taylor. Uh, follow us on Ooh. Twitter at Fight Boys Show, by the way. Um, but yeah, and of course, only Chuck Taylor. That only applies to Chuck Taylor. Yeah, make sure to check us out on Twitch.tv/slash A Load of BS. You can watch us do all the shows live, and of course, I do video games live sometimes over there as well. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at A Load of Pure BS. Dot com. Step up to the merch table at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Donate to the Patreon. Find us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitch. And remember to follow us on Twitter, Chuck Taylor. And remember, guys, when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life. <laughs>